Metronome active. Don't need a metronome Metro- for this. Oh, no metronome. Compressor engaged. Compressors don't go on until the editing phase. Internet speed running at 125. Don't need the internet for any of this shit. Room temperature 68.3. More like 71. Pants are on. Well, yours might be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Is Prado filled green light? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Say your prayers, little one. Don't forget my son to include everyone. Yeah. I tuck you in one more thing, keep you free from sin. Tell us and many colors. Now that was so Metallica asked us if we wanted to cover a song for the new album. (laughs) And um, I don't have any musical chops, but Chad said, I'll give it a shot. Jimmy. You call him Jimmy, you guys are tight. Yeah. You're like, Jimmy, I'll give it a shot, man. I call him Jimmy Het Dog. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah. Sea Dog, I would love it if you would give it a shot. We would love to have you on the on the record. So Chad actually did record a version. Yeah, yeah, um, sure did. But they felt like it was maybe a little um, too aggressive and too good. Yeah, they just they felt they, they felt like, like it's going to overshadow the right. original interest. They didn't want man. you to outshine Elton John right. and, and all right. those folks. So they right. said, you know what? Maybe we'll get you a different. Time. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. That and I, you know, you're used to that. I understand that. It's not the first compilation album that's invited you to be. Right. A part I mean, of. that's my yeah. whole life is wow. just a series of rejections, and it's mm. always just because I'm just too good for right. something, well, including you know? dating. Oh yeah, the women are intimidated. Yeah, that's really what it I mean. Out. I've met some great women and stuff, yeah. and they always ghost me or don't want right. to, you know, right. love me or whatever. But it's just because I'm so fucking. They awesome. don't want to feel rejection later. Yeah. No, they just avoid it right away. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. So folks, keep a listen out for the next Metallica compilation album. Um. <laughs> And you might just see C. Martin on there. You might. <laughs> Not. <laughs> Never know. Uh, so, uh, I know Pat has heard parts of it, or he may have bought it. I don't really know what he did with it. Um, but anyone out there who cares, and I know that some of you don't, um, Metallica put out a new uh, record called Bl- The Blacklist, I believe it's called, right? Isn't that what they officially called it? Uh, the Metallica Blacklist, yeah. The Blacklist. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 in fact... I'll be honest. I'm not going to buy the actual box set, um, but I'm, how did you I'm hear a, it on Spotify? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but apparently, the box set is pretty cool. If you're a big Metallica fan, the box set would be 100 worth it because they've got apparently they've got some pretty neat stuff in there. Mm. Um, but but, you know, but anyway, um, yeah, I just have Apple Music, yeah, subscription, so, so it was just on there. And that's, that's how I listened to right, it. and that's what I did on Spotify as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, for any of you out there who have even moderate interest in Metallica, you know, and maybe maybe you liked them, you know, twenty years ago, and then you kind of lost track of them, it might be worth. Or let's say that you don't like anything else, but you liked the Black Album. Yeah, right. Um, you might want to give this a, give this a listen. There's some very mm-hmm. very unique things on this album, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying unique like sucky. I'm saying unique like some right. of it's really good and yeah. it's very different. Yeah, but they do an excellent job covering it. Yeah. Um. Now, I did watch an interview on, what was it, Kimmel? Kimmel. Yeah, yeah, it must have been, because I don't watch the other the other guy. I fucking hate the other guys. Now, I don't like Kimmel. I don't like late night talk shows, period. Mm. But one night I happened to be, uh, I, I watched the news as I tend to do every weeknight, and Kimmel was on following the news, mm-hmm. and I heard he had Metallica on, and I'm like, ooh, I'll stick around for that. So I, I stuck through him interviewing other people that I don't care about. Metallica, of course, was the last guest they have on because sure. I'm sure that was the tease to <clears throat> make everyone wait. Yeah. Um, Metallica comes out and uh, so the, he he talked to them about this album, and um, 
so a little backstory for anybody who's curious or whatever, but um, I thought it was interesting. They, because uh, I've always wondered, how do these artists get on these albums? Like, how do you pick who's going to be on the album? How do you, <coughs> how do you invite? Right. You know, d- d- does Metallica invite certain people? Does word get out and everyone kind of just like throws their name in the hat and Metallica picks? I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Well, and keep in mind, Metallica is a product, right? It started out as a band and just a bunch of dudes making, you know touring and making money and drinking beer and the whole thing at this point metallica is i mean synonymous with with rock it, uh, they're you know they are a they, it's its own marketing machine right mm-hmm. the reason i'm saying that is because w- what they say on kimmel may or may not really be what the reality is because they've got a brand and an image to uphold right so okay. just keeping that in mind you know so i guess the reason i'm saying that as Kimmel asked them, like, hey, how do you get to all these other artists? Like, how did you figure out, you know, how did you get Elton John to cover one of your songs? Mm-hmm. How do you, you know, how did you get, you know, Miley Cyrus to be on a whatever? How did you get, you know, the, um, uh, Chris Stapleton, any, yeah, any right. of these guys that were on there. Well, Hetfield said that what they, what they did is they, <clears throat> they reached out to, um, artists that have made comment in the past or told them, told the guys from Metallica directly, um, that, they were an influence on them kind of growing up, like in the, you know, these people growing up, Metallica had some kind of musical influence on them. They took something from it and Metallica reached out to that, those people and said, Hey, you know, interesting. It sounds like you were into us when, you know, we, we kind of helped somehow influence your career. Are you interested in, in, you know, being on our, our, our cover album? Um, that's what he said. Hmm. Now, I don't know. Right. I, uh, it seems a little crazy to me because I, I don't know. I mean, did they keep track of everyone that said that right like oh well elton john told us 13 years ago that we had an influence on him so let's call him up and see if he want no i i think i don't know if that's full truth i think some of the some of the artists that's probably true you know but i'm guessing they didn't keep a journal running log over the years of every artist that's come up and said hey i really like you guys um right so i have a feeling that's part truth i think part of it is that part of it is also metallica's management and Let's be honest, Metallica's not reaching out to anybody personally, right? Like, they've no, got people that do right, that. Right, And these other artists that are on the record, <laughs> some of those artists are so big that they probably didn't actually talk to Metallica's management either. It's between management companies, I would guess, sure. right? Uh, but, but, um, so I think, but I think part of it is, I think word gets out. I just, I really believe that. I think, you know, word gets out amongst the, commu- the music community and you find out that Metallica's doing this album and they're, you know, hey, you know, if you well, want a yeah, shot at it, all, if you want a shot. That's how I heard about it. Yeah, right. And I'm sure it gets around the, well, yeah. All my, all my connections in the industry with my massive success as an independent musician. That's how I heard about it and got in touch with, you know, with Jim. Right. And I, you know, and I sent him my stuff and when he turned me down because it was just too damn good. That's how I heard about it. Right. Well, for as much as you hang out with Elton John, it seems that he probably would have mentioned it. (laughs) Um, Because you guys are piano buddies. I mean, yeah, you're at the same skill level. I taught him a lot of the stuff that he knows. And he won't admit that in public, but we all know it's true on the backside. I've showed him a few things. Um, So, but I think part of it is, I think that Metallica probably sat down and said, hey, who would be kind of cool to have on our album? Because Mm -hmm. let's be real. They can't release that album with a whole list of unknown people that no one. So they can't. They can't do a bunch of new up and coming, you know, new rockers. To be completely honest, there needs honest to be some you, name recognition. Here's that. how unplugged well, well, right. I am with the music well, industry. Yeah, that's different though. Yeah. Okay. When I looked at all the artists contributing right. to this album, right? I've heard of Stapleton, mm-hmm. Weezer, mm-hmm. Um, Miley Cyrus, Elton John. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's it. Yeah, right. Well, and right. Miley Cyrus and Elton John were on the same song. Yeah, right. No, right. But I, but I guess what I'm saying is, is even for modern day fans, they had to have some big names on here to make it to, to really and that's sell the thing this thing. Is, I don't know who, aside from those I just named, yeah. I don't know any of these that are, I don't yeah. know who of them are big names yeah, or right, who are right. up and comers. Right. I have no idea. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just, I don't know. I guess I just, I, I wanted, I, got, I don't even know why I had to say it out loud, but I just, I'm a I'm a, I'm a teeny bit skeptical about the process of like, oh, these are all people that have told us that we influence. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. I, I think that's maybe part of it. And part of it is you guys needed artists from other genres that are recognizable that people, that you could pull in people from other genres too, right? Mm. They knew if they get Stapleton and Darius Rucker on this record, because Darius Rucker's on there too, um, you would have heard of him because he was used to be the lead singer of... Um, Uh, huh? oh. <laughs> what band did he sing for in the nineties? Oh, okay, so it doesn't know. matter. He was he was a, he was actually a pop singer for a pop band in the nineties, and then he okay. went country. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, but they knew if they get him and those two on their album, they're going to pull in a certain swath of country fans that might they might be able sure. to pull their way right. Mm -hmm. They knew if they get you know um, Elton John on there, well. <laughs> That you're gonna pull in a, a you're gonna pull in some a, a part of a demo that you probably never had touch with before. Mm. So I think there's a little bit more to it than just people that talk to us, right? I well, think there's some. Sure. They want to, you know, eh, it's about <clears throat> money, right? So. So what did you think of it? I don't know. I just first I wanted to get that out there that I just yeah, let's just let's let's just call it what it is here. There's yeah, okay. there's more to it than just picking people that you like. I just you know. Okay. They're looking to grow their demo. Let's just be real. Okay. The more money they make, the better for them. Fair. Now, granted, I thought I heard a rumor somewhere. They didn't say it on the on the talk show, and if it was true, they probably would have. I could have sworn I heard somewhere that most of the profits from this were going to a charity, though. Yeah, don't that quote me. Be. Yeah, don't quote don't me on know. that. It should, if it isn't, because the guys from Metallica. I mean, you're talking about dudes that fly in private jets. Like these fucking guys have more money. They they don't they don't need the money. I read a Rolling's. I think it was but, Rolling Stone. And they listed like the top. 50 richest musicians yeah. or rock musicians or something. Hetfield was in there mm -hmm. like millions and millions and millions of dollars, like hundreds of millions right. of dollars. Yeah. These guys, yeah, they worth. do not need yeah. the money. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, Oh, the, al yeah. So the album, um, you know, now the album's interesting because they have, there's like, there's going to be, there's like six different versions of, um, Unforgiven on there, right? There'll be like six different versions of Enter Sandman or seven different versions. Mm -hmm. It's not It's not an album where it's just each song once with a different right. artist covering it. There's going to be f several There's versions like of each song. Yes, it's a huge album. Tracks on, yes, right. Yeah, right. But, it's, but what I do appreciate about it is that it is very unique in the sense that they've got like, uh, and I, it, it, I don't think it is, but they had like uh, an orchestra, uh, an, or, an orchestral arrangement of one of the songs on there that was kind of a part of it. They had like a Spanish, like a, a Spanish, like Latin rock band that covered one of the songs. Like they did do some really unique things that I mm -hmm. thought was pretty cool. Those were my favorite tracks, but I thought it was pretty, pretty, pretty neat to hear it in that version. Um, but the stuff that I did like, um, so Ghost is a rock band that I kind of like. Um, and they covered a, a song in there. And I actually wasn't that impressed with their version that was on there. I thought mm. they could have done a lot better. Because I think they have a kind of a unique sound on their own, and they didn't really bring that on here. They basically just sang the Metallica song, right. which kind of disappointed me. 
I want these guys to come on here and sing it their way. I want them to interpret right. it. That. And that's what he said on in the interview with, with Kimmel. Hetfield said that. Like, we, we told them, however you interpret it is good with us. Like, mm -hmm. if you, you know, however you, however it strikes you, sing it that way. Don't, you don't have to be us. Right. Which I thought that's what it should be, right? right. I don't want to hear Stapleton screaming into a microphone. That's not him. Mm -hmm. I want to hear him do him and just sing their song, which is what which is what I thought he did. Did you hear? Did you listen to his? Yeah, I think he did that. I thought he did really well. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, anyway, Ghost was on there, which I which I I was excited to see, but I didn't think they did that great. Um. Um. Stapleton, I liked the Elton John one. I thought was pretty cool. Um, it didn't blow my mind. I kind of thought but it would. That one pissed me off. Okay, because that was Miley Cyrus, Elton John, and someone else. I can't remember. Well, it, it, was, it was one of the guys from Metallica. People. Yeah, it was three people. Yeah, no, it was another artist. It wasn't Metallica person. It oh. was the the artist's name, like the main name on the track is Miley Cyrus. Uh -huh. But then it was someone else and Elton John. Right, 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 right. And I listened, and it was I think it was nothing else matters. Mm -hmm. I think so. And I listened to the whole thing, and I had a tough time picking up picking out elton john yeah right yeah he's i couldn't of, even tell he, yeah. he was like he was buried in background vocals yeah. or something yeah which is odd right because, and that that kind of annoyed me because yeah. i'm like if you're going to feature someone like elton john mm -hmm. let me know that that's fucking him mm -hmm. he was just uh, and i only listened to that track once yeah so i was a little bit disappointed in that one because they i didn't him a little get bit. to hear yeah. right yeah. i didn't really get to hear elton john's right. take I, on metallica he was just you know a studio player for that right. particular track i think most people would expect miley cyrus to be buried and elton john would be the that's, mm. that's what i would that's what i expected and that's not what i got right you're right it should have been the other way around yeah it should have been him like holy shit that's elton john singing metallica yeah and then in the background right. you hear her doing whatever she does i don't right. you know whatever she does i'm not a big miley cyrus guy um um Weezer, I thought did okay. I, I expected more out of them too. I don't. What did you think of that? Of I was, I thought it was fun hearing Weezer because they're a band that I'm. I'm not really familiar with Weezer, but I know who they yeah, are. Yeah, more than you know most of the artists. Yes, in the album, yeah. I know who they are, yeah. and it was cool hearing them do Enter Sandman. Yeah. But I was disappointed that it was, and I guess that's my overall take of a lot of the tracks on this album. And I honestly haven't gotten through the whole thing yet, but a lot of them are so very similar to Metallica's original tracks right. that they aren't really bringing anything new. Yes. And Weezer, it was just Weezer doing Enter Sandman. Yes, the exactly. only thing that was unique yep. was before the bridge, yep. instead of the Metallica guitar riff, mm. Weezer adds their little riff from Buddy Holly, mm -hmm. which I thought was funny and clever. Uh -huh, you know, it's, right. it's before the Now right. I Lay Me Down yeah. to Sleep yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. That was, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's funny. Right. That's and clever. That's, that was neat. Right. But the rest of it was almost yes. exactly the same. Yes. And the very first track on the, the album is a cover of Enter Sandman. I can't remember who did it. It's a lady. Mm -hmm. And it was very different. Yes. And it was her own interpretation. Right. And I thought that was really cool. Yes. And even some of the, the, the harder, like there's, there's a lot of electronic music and rap on there too. Yeah. And I didn't for obvious reasons we've covered this yeah. i didn't really enjoy that right but i appreciated the fact that it was a unique take on right it. and one of my favorites was and I, I again i don't remember the band's name but it was a stripped down blues version of sad but true mm -hmm. it was not hard rock heavy metal yeah. at all it was yeah. so bluesy mm -hmm. all blues yeah. and i'm like this is so unique this right. is such a cool take right right and i really liked those tracks where people really took it 
in their own direction. Yes. Maybe they changed the rhythm a little bit, or yes. they even changed the the melody. Yeah. Um, not so much that it's unrecognizable, but right. they they sang it a different way. Right. But a lot of the stuff on there, right, almost feels like a carbon copy yes. of. It's the exact same arrangement as yep. the Metallica original. Yep. It's just that instead of Hetfield singing and Lars playing, whatever, it's it's this other band doing right. it, but they're right. doing it exactly the same right. way. And that's exactly what bugs me about it. Right. And that and from what it, and from that interview they did on Kimmel, that's that's what they they that's not what they're asking for. Right. He said on there, "We want you to come with your take. How did it? How does it strike you?" Perform right. it your way. Do make it yours. Don't do us. Do you? Right. That's what they wanted, according to him. And that's what got. That, that's, that's what got frustrating yes. for me is it got really a lot of them didn't it got monotonous right and after like the 12th nothing else matter nothing else matters right oh right. i think i stopped actually after that because yeah. i just needed a break well, and yeah. listened to way too much because it's you're just listening to a cover of another song over and not, over and over right, the same right, song right. over and over and over um but, yeah and, and they're all very similar yes so and uh and that's why and and ghost and i know that you never you haven't you're not familiar i with remember them, but, i remember seeing ghost come up on the yeah. i can't remember which song they did yeah. but i do remember liking whatever whatever song they did i remember yeah. like hey ghost this is someone to, to look at yeah yeah i i've got a couple i own a couple of songs of theirs that i really like but um and i mean and you could tell i mean i you could tell it was them if you listen to ghost because you know the, the singer's voice and the you know the way they played it sounded a little bit kind of in their style but it just wasn't as radical i guess as i expected i guess i expected something different but um my favorite song and funny, I don't remember the girl's name anymore. Uh, but there's a girl on there. It was Sophie something. I, I, Sophie, or I'm pretty sure that was her name. Anyway, um, I actually ended up Googling her after I listened to her song because I was like, wow, I really like her singing. Um, and I can't remember her last name. Anyway, she did a, she did a song in there, and I just I absolutely adored it. And Which from, one was it? Uh, I want to say it was... Nothing else matters, but I don't. Okay. I can't remember. Anyway, um, that was my favorite song in the whole on the whole album um, because she that because she made it her own. It mm -hmm. was kind of an uh, kind of an acoustic vibe, and she has a really cool like haunting kind of kind of voice that really it really you know it was a much more it wasn't it wasn't heavy metal at all. Right, it was very right. much like kind of, and I really liked it. She sounded great. Um, so that was my, that's my favorite song on there, but, but I, but I think, you know, and, and granted Stapleton didn't kind of do a lot of fancy shit with his version either, mm. but at least I guess his was different enough that it sounded better to me than a lot of the other stuff did just cause it seemed like he kind of made it a country song, which is what I would expect him to do. Mm. That's his, that's his thing. Um, <clears throat> Darius Rucker did the same thing. It, it was basically a country song with Metallica words, which is kind of what I'd expect him to do. Um, I guess I just thought that some of the, like Weezer, I just, they're, they're so, they were so creative with their own music. They just, they did stuff that you didn't hear anywhere else on their own music. So I just assumed that if they're doing Metallica, they're doing Metallica. It would be a very creative Yeah, they would really do some, create some cool shit with it. straight up cover. Yeah, they just, they Minus the Buddy Holly. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I just expected them to do something a little bit zanier with it. Right. Something I've never heard before. Right. Um, Anyway, whatever. It's Metallica. I'm sure this thing's going to sell double, triple platinum, so it doesn't sure. matter. Uh, you know, it's a cool album. They're counting they're money all the way to the bank. It doesn't matter. Tough to listen to in one sitting. Yeah. And it's tough to listen to the same song. Or I probably yeah. should have put it on shuffle. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to beginning to end. Yeah. Because again, after you know, 12 versions right. of Nothing Else Matters right. Right. in a row, you're right. like, what the fuck? Right. 
Right. Because you know. it wasn't a huge album to begin with. There's only so many songs on that album that you yeah, can I cover. Think it's 10 or 12 Yeah, right. It's not like right. it was a double CD and you could, you right. know. Uh, right. So when you've got 30, 40, 50 artists covering 12 songs, well. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, I thought it was a cool idea. I don't know that they would ever do it again. Um, but I think it would be cool. I would like to see other bands do stuff like that. I think that'd be I would, neat to have. I think just, that would be awesome. I would love that. But I, I hope that it turns into more do it do it your way. Don't do don't don't mm-hmm. it's not karaoke. Don't sing us. Like right. um and I don't know what other bands are are that I mean, it'd have to be an iconic level, but Aerosmith, that'd be a perfect example of it. I was they just could gonna 100% say that, do it. I was just yeah. gonna say that you you're not a fan of Aerosmith, they but would, they they covered yeah. a couple Beatles songs. Yeah. And it was similar enough to the original to the original song where you're like, yeah, this isn't a complete, you know, but it's not necessarily a straight up cover. It still totally sounds like Aerosmith and right. it has her own twist. Right. And that's, what's cool. And you have to, and you have to right. be a band that size to, to pull this off. You have to have, you know, world global following. So Aerosmith, I hate you too, but they could do it. Yeah. Uh, right. You know, you have to be a huge band, but yeah. um, anyway, so that's, I guess, anyway, our very uneducated, yeah. uneducated review of the, well, not, you're not uneducated. You know Metallica music, but my uneducated, yeah. Um, okay, on to other other topics. Um, do you want to go into your 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 issue with your midsection? You should yeah, we cover that first. I should probably go into. Oh, why don't that we get into that? Bit. Yeah. So this is at the moment of this recording. Yeah. Um, I am self-diagnosing myself, so I don't I don't know if this is actually the case or not, but. I strongly suspect that my hernia has returned yet again. Um, I injured it when I was 17 years old. Yep. For those that don't remember, I hit myself in the groin with a 20 pound, 25 pound sledgehammer. Yep. And the handle bounced back and hit me in the groin. Yep. Tore open my, whatever, my abdominal stuff. And Mm -hmm. I had my guts filling up my scrotum Mm -hmm. essentially. Yep. And I had surgery to repair that. And so that was 1993. Yeah. And then in 2010, I don't know how, but it re-ruptured. Yeah. I was feeling pain mm-hmm. and it, 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 it just did not feel right. Mm-hmm. And I went back in mm-hmm. and they said, yep, you, this time it wasn't as severe. The, mm-hmm. the guts weren't falling into the sack, yep. but I, I still, I, I tore it. Yeah. So I had a hernia again. And so I had to go in for another surgery. Yeah. And they said, just so you know, that once you get a sur- once you have a hernia, um, each subsequent recurrence makes it more likely yep. that it's going to happen again. Well, sprained so, ankles. I've heard sprained ankles right. that way. Once you sprain an ankle, right. you're more apt to do it forever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they did tell me that mm-hmm. hopefully this is a lifelong fix, but it may not be. Mm-hmm. They said... You know, we put an extra piece of mesh in there because like before my first surgery, they put plastic mesh mm-hmm. in my groin mm-hmm. to hold the muscles together. Mm-hmm. And then the second surgery, they put another one on there mm-hmm. to hold it even tighter. Mm-hmm. And after that second surgery, after I recovered, mm-hmm. um, I was still feeling some pain mm-hmm. and I went in, I think two, one or two times to the surgeon and I'm like, Doc, this just doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he checked and he's like, nope, you don't have one. He's like, what may have happened is maybe when we put the mesh in, it may have um, pinched a nerve. Mm-hmm. We, we try to clear out all the nerves. He mm-hmm. said, but there may have been a nerve that got caught in there mm-hmm. and that's just flaring up. He says, 
we can go in and do an exploratory surgery and see if we can fix whatever may be going on. He mm -hmm. says, but that is going to weaken it again, mm -hmm. and it's going to increase the likelihood of it happening again. Yeah. So if it's something you can tolerate, yeah. maybe just do that. Yeah. So that's what I decided to do. Yeah. And since 2010, I mean, it's generally it's been fine. Mm -hmm. I get a few flare-ups here and there where yeah. there's some general discomfort, yeah. but usually it, I don't know, it's a day at most right, or right. a couple hours where it just like a dull ache yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. It just feels a little, eh. but it's, it's not, it's not really a big deal and yeah. it always goes away. Right. Um, flash forward to 2021 mm -hmm. last couple of weeks, I've had kind of recurring and ongoing discomfort down there. Mm -hmm. And a few days ago, mm -hmm. it was, I mean, it wasn't to the point where it was like keeping me up at night or anything, mm -hmm. but on one day in particular, I went to holiday to run to or target to get some stuff. Mm -hmm. And as I was walking, as I got out of the car and walked to target, I felt what it, I can only describe as kind of a aching, heavy feeling uh -huh. on the left side of my sack, yeah. which is what it feels like when right. you have a hernia. Right, right. I haven't felt that that heavy, yeah. like something is hanging. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. You know, I haven't felt that. Yeah, since I had the hernia last right. time. Right, right. So I think I ruptured it again, mm -hmm. and of course the creek I'm up is that I don't have health insurance. Mm -hmm. So I called some urgent cares, <laughs> and a few of them I couldn't even get through to. I was on hold for like an hour, right. and I I couldn't talk to anyone. Right. Um, finally I got through to someone and I'm like, Hey, is there any chance you could give me an estimate on what it would, what it would cost to get an exam for a hernia? Um, I suspect I have one and I don't have health insurance and I'm just wondering what I'm looking at dollar value yeah. just to find out if I do indeed have one. Yeah. She said, well, I don't have a price list in front of me, but I can tell you it's going to be at least 350 bucks to get a room. Yeah count on another 200 bucks for the actual exam yeah and then whatever imaging may be required right now in the past i've never needed imaging mm -hmm. they do the the cough test mm -hmm. they poke you down mm -hmm. there and turn your head to the left and cough right. and they can tell by feel right. of if if you have a hernia right but there are some hernias that aren't easily apparent that way so right. you can do an mri or right. whatever right I imagine that those are thousands of dollars. I would assume, yeah. Um, so in order for me to even find out if I have a hernia, it's probably going to cost me a few thousand bucks. Right. So, and it's not to the point right now where it's unbearable. I mean, uh -huh. it's still, it's not keeping me up at night and it's actually feeling better today than it has, than it did yesterday or whatever. But the thing with hernias can be life-threatening if you get the right kind yeah right. if you get like a strangulated hernia where mm. the guts fall through and they get pinched and mm -hmm. the blood flow gets cut off right and they and it can it can actually kill you right so it's not something i really want to fuck around with right. but it's also not something that's severely impeding me right now right and as we talked in our last show i will be once i get placed in that new job after a month after i'm placed nice that they're offering benefits after a month instead of 90 days yeah. that's awesome mm -hmm. so after 30 days i'll have health insurance mm -hmm. but i don't know if i can wait 
yeah another six months because what if this gets worse and what if this is a big deal mm-hmm. <sighs> right. so i called minsure mm-hmm. and that's for those of you not it, it's basically state um state sponsored health care right. for you know people that can't afford right. normal plans or whatever right. And I applied for that last fall, mm-hmm. and the plans that were available to me were, they probably had 12 or 15 plans, right? All of them were around 300 bucks a month. Right. All of them were super high deductible plans. Right. We're talking 5000 to $7,000 deductible right. plans. Right. No copays. Right. And so I looked at that. I'm like, well, the only way this would ever help me is if I need, if I got cancer or if I needed significant surgery or something, because if I go into an urgent care or if I get an x-ray or whatever more run of the mill stuff, I'm going to have to pay out of pocket anyway until I meet that deductible. Right. And so what's the difference between doing that plus paying $300 a month? Or just doing that if I need to do it and not right. paying the $300 a month. So right. I didn't sign up for a plan. Yeah, I wouldn't either. So I called them and told them my situation. Mm-hmm. And they looked at my application from last year. And I don't know why I did this, but apparently somehow when I put my income in there, I put <laughs> I put my, my previous income from all of America mm-hmm. on there. I put my unemployment income that I was getting from the state mm-hmm. and I put my UPS income in there. Maybe I didn't understand the question right. and I just put in all sources of income I've had in the last six months or right. so. I'm not right. sure. Right. But basically what I was telling them was that I was making a, a lot of fucking right. money. Right. Right. So according to the information I put in there as far as what my income is, right. um, those were the plans that yeah. they offered to me yeah. because the, you don't really need it. The only person that can afford right. that kind of right. plan is someone who's got right. a lot of fucking money. Right. 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 So they're like, no, we will, we will wipe out your, your, uh, your old application and open enrollment. She, she said, open enrollment doesn't begin until November. Yeah. She said, but, and that's through Minsure. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you qualify for, um, you know, uh, there are different types of state assistance mm-hmm. and Minsure is not for the bottom of the barrel people. Mm-hmm. She, she said, if you're only on unemployment right now mm-hmm. and it got cut back after the, the COVID yeah. stuff went away, which is the case. Right. And I'm currently not employed until I start that thing in mid November. Mm-hmm. She said, if you just only put in your, your unemployment that you're getting now, yeah. which is much less than I was getting. Yeah. Um, she said, you should, she's like, I can't make any guarantees because it's not my call, but you should qualify for, a, for much better plans. Right. And those you can start, um, right away. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And I just got the, I filled out the application and I actually did qualify for a plan that estimated that my monthly pr- premium would be four bucks. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what the coverage is. Right. Um, but I just got stuff in the mail today that I haven't opened yet. And I think I have to go in and fill out that stuff through the county. And yep. then if that can get processed soon, I can get coverage right away. Right. So then I can go to the doctor and I can right. get the MRI or whatever right. I need to get. I mean, right. I'm still going to have to pay some out of pocket, I'm yep. sure. Yep. 
because the plan isn't going to be great, I'm, I'm sure, but it's right. still going to be better than spending, right. you know, 2,500, 3,000 bucks right. out of pocket right. to figure out if I have a hernia. And right. if I do, well, at least I'll have some coverage if I need surgery. Yeah. Well, not if. If I have a hernia, I do need surgery. Right. That's There's just, that, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But I want to get all that. If I need surgery, hopefully I can get that fucker done before I start this class. Yep. Because I can't, I can't really take time out of class. No. I gotta, I mean, I gotta learn my ass yes. off Monday through Friday, nine to five, right. for eleven weeks straight until right. I get placed in a job. Right. And even once I'm placed in a job, I can't really afford to miss work. Right. So if I need surgery, not that I, I can. I can go to the class while recovering from surgery because I'm right. just going to be sitting anyway. Right. What I don't want is to miss a day of class because I'm spending that day in right. surgery. Right. You, know you have I mean? to do the surgery like on a Saturday right. and then be ready to go by Monday. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ice the ice so, the seeds and get in line. So hopefully I can get yeah. that figured out yeah. soon. But talk about frustrating, man. This right. goddamn just stupid mistake as a kid. Yeah. And it follows me my whole life. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Fuck. And okay, I could be much worse off. It's just you a could. fucking hernia, and it's just a little bit of discomfort. And it's not a big deal. Yeah. But it's just frustrating knowing that right. I brought this upon myself. Right. This could have been prevented if right. I would have been a little bit more careful right. when I was tearing down stud walls right. when I was seventeen years old. Right. But I wasn't careful. No. I wasn't paying attention. When you're in high school. You're bulletproof. And I'm being a stupid fox. Sure. And I wasn't screwing around, but no. I just wasn't paying attention. Right. And you didn't that little to. mistake. No resulted in two maybe three surgeries now yeah yeah oh if you only knew then what you know now what song is that again <laughs> boy yeah, eric one eric's yelling at his <laughs> at his, his headphones again <laughs> i never remember the name of it um uh, yeah well my story is not nearly that 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 severe um but i uh so i've been in the process of tearing my yard apart mm -hmm. um and i've got i had a whole bunch of small trees and bushes i had to get out out of the ground yeah and um you know when you it requires a lot of digging i've been doing a lot of digging a lot of digging boy life's a garden you dig it <laughs> and uh joe dirt um so <laughs> i uh worst movies ever i yeah, i was um i was digging out a um a bush but it had a big a big nasty root ball on it oh those root balls so i got the dirt bitch. out from around it but i had the big the fucking that cocksucker was was in there good yeah and uh just buried yeah and i was trying like that I, fucker I was, was balls deep i was trying everything to get it out yeah and um it was too far in the backyard i couldn't get it hooked up to the car mm. so it was you gonna have to come up manually right mm -hmm. and i don't want to i didn't want to rent get, a tractor right i don't want to get a chainsaw because it was down in the hole well, you put a chainsaw down there, you're going to get dirt in, well, into the chainsaw blade and you're going to have a fucking mess on Plus, you've had a history of punching chainsaws yeah, before. Yeah. So it's and I probably, didn't want that again. It's probably not. Yeah. You and a chainsaw are not the best combination. No. Well, he was mouthing off. <laughs> yeah, <right>. Sucker. <laughs> so, I, uh, so I took my shovel because what I'd been doing up to this point mm. on the smaller trees is you just take your, your, your shovel and you just fucking beat the shit out of the roots until they, until they cut in half or they break and then you rip it out. Well, that was on the smaller things. This thing had some pretty good fucking stems coming out of it that I, I wasn't, they weren't working. Yeah. So I was taking my shovel and I was just beating the fuck out of it, out of the, out of the roots. Mm. And, um, I went at it real hard one day and, 
um, I got through like a third of what I wanted to get through. Like it almost didn't even do me any good. It was almost just a waste of time. Um, but in the effort of trying to do it, I, um, I got done and, and I felt fine. And then the next day I woke up and my left shoulder was a tiny bit sore. Mm-hmm. And the next day it was a lot more sore. And the next day it was a lot more sore. It ended up being a thing where like I couldn't move my left arm Ooh, that's in a lot good. of different directions because yeah. my fucking shoulder, right. it felt like I, it felt like I, like I hurt some, I injured something. Yeah. But when I was doing the chopping, I didn't feel any pops or I didn't hear right. anything. I didn't feel anything go weird. So it probably wasn't a tear right. or a dislocation. Right. Or, so I didn't go know, in whatever. and see anybody because I was yeah. like, well, I would have probably felt something weird if something would have, would have right. ripped. Right. Um, and I didn't feel that. So I was like, it's probably just, I probably just strained it. I just over, overdid it. Right. Which would make sense because, you know, I'm taking the shovel handle with my left hand and basically driving it down into the root, just fucking banging into it. Over yeah. and over and over again with my left arm, right. while your shoulder is taking a beating with that, and your arms aren't used to that much activity, right? Right. right. Um, so yeah, I was my left arm was, I mean, not completely immobile, but like I couldn't raise it above my head, like I couldn't raise not even my head, my shoulder. I couldn't raise my hand above my shoulder. I couldn't put it behind my back at all. Like it was basically kind of like half. It was like fifty percent use for like four days, mm. five days, and eventually it got better. And now it feels fine. I don't have so obviously sure. it was just a strain. It wasn't anything permanent. Yeah. And I'm lucky it wasn't I because I very easily could have been it could have been permanent and I'd have had to go get a fucking whatever. Right. Um. So I got I got lucky really, but I, I guess the the point of it and this is what I talked to you about after I realized how fucking sore I was and how much it hurt because uh, I was dropping, um, I mean I was going through I mean I was I was chewing I mean I was doing like you know four Tylenol at a time for this thing it really mm. fucking hurt it was really sore I couldn't sleep I couldn't do anything because every time when I go to bed you know. You, I either I either had to lay on my back or it would hurt because if I laid on my right side, there was like a weird pressure on it because you're I don't I don't know why but because I'm laying on my right side somehow my left shoulder would hurt and you're really fucked if you lay on your left side because oh, sure. you're right on top of it right so I basically had to lay on my back and that sucked and whatever it's just you're a not whole a thing. stomach sleeper no mm. so it was a whole thing um anyway it just occurred but I I, I guess the only reason I'm even telling the story is it just goes back to the show that we did some time ago about. When you get old, you're not quite as invincible as you used to be, oh, right. right? You know, yeah. and that's the moral of the story here. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, when I was 25 and I had done that, maybe I'd have been sore for a day, but it would have been gone again. It would have been in and out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you get to a certain age and you start to realize, like, uh, you know, you're not built for that shit anymore. You're not built to take that kind well, of beating. Well, in the recovery. Yeah, it just takes so much longer now. Like my first hernia surgery, yeah. that was, I mean, that was amazing. The, the surgeon who performed the operation afterwards, he told me that he had never seen a hernia that size in his career. And this, this was a guy that was in his, he, he was towards the end of his medical. I mean, he, yeah. he'd, he'd been practicing medicine for years and years yeah. and years. Yeah. So it was a significant repair. Right. And they had, they put staples in me mm-hmm. to close the incision. Mm-hmm. And, it was painful as fuck walking up and down mm-hmm. stairs, but I was 17 years old. Yep. And I think after, after probably four or five days, I mean, it, I wasn't like completely better, right? but I was functional again after, right. you right. know, after right. four or five days. Right. When I went in the second time in 2010, yeah. it wasn't nearly, it, it wasn't nearly as big of a, um, hernia. I yeah. mean, it, there wasn't shit dropping in right. my guts. It, it just tore again. Right. And, they sealed it up with glue, so there's mm-hmm. no pain from the staple or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it took me damn near three weeks yep. 
until I felt okay again. Yeah. I was on pain meds. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it was, and that was twenty. That was eleven fucking years ago. Yeah, if you have to do it again. So now, if I need surgery, mm-hmm. how long am I going to feel like shit? Six weeks, right? Right. Yeah, probably because. Uh, yeah, your body just kind of says "fuck off, man." Yep, I'm. I'm not. I don't know I'm how you're as gonna, efficient as I used to be. I don't know how you're going to get up and down the stairs to let the dog out. I don't know I mean, how are you going to. I mean, for that first couple of weeks, I don't know. It's going to take you an hour to get down the stairs. Imagine that. Well, I did it in 2010. I had Kirby then. I suppose. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just be a slow go. I mean, it's yeah. It, the problem with well Kirby on this one too is they like to sprint down the stairs, so right. I'm going to have to hold the leash in my right hand and go down the stairs sideways and just hold that right arm steady. So I'm not getting pulled and having to exert any pressure on the midsection. Right. But yeah, Yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Just getting old. Yeah. But I, I've, uh, anyway, the the way I've, I, what I ended up doing, uh, my neighbor actually came over cause I was fighting with it and he brought over this old wooden ax, an old school ax. Hmm. And I've never, I mean, I've played with axes before, just fucking around, <laughs> swinging them. Swing but I've never really walls. done work with them before. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, I mean, and this thing was old and rusty and whatever. And uh, it was chopping the fuck out of those roots. It was fucking doing pretty well. Yeah. That's how I ended up figuring it out eventually. Um, so eventually I went out and bought my own axe. Nice. I'm not fucking around anymore. Mm. Yeah. Um, the stuff that I've had to dig out since then, I don't, I don't even take the shovel out anymore. I mean, I, I still have to dig down in to get to the roots right. to expose them. But once I'm done moving dirt, I'm just bringing the axe out and I'm going to fucking, I'm going to murder it. And yeah. I fucking just swing. Yeah. Cause that axe, every time, Jack you know, Nicholson, that shit. Well, yeah. Cause the axe, you know, the head of it, you know, you, you're, you're getting, you know, four or five pounds just in the head. Mm-hmm. And then when you swing it, all the forces coming with it. Oh yeah. It's busting through roots. No problem. Here's JB. Yeah. So I wish I'd have realized how handy those were before <laughs> I, but anyway, um, for those of you that have to break through tree roots, yeah, don't do it with a shovel. It, right. it just sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Probably don't see a lot of YouTube videos no. on that. No. <laughs> well, for smaller roots, you can do it, but the okay. big ones, like big bushes and trees, man. Yeah. Yeah, and you're, you know, again, you're not going to stick a chainsaw down there. You either need to get, you either need to get a guy, you either need to get a stump grind, you know, like a guy out with like a stump grinding machine out there to, to fucking rip it apart. How about you just set it on fucking fire? Well, well yeah, or there's ways to do that too. Mm. Um, anyways, yeah, that's our injury updates probably for today. Yeah. Um, camera update real quick. Um, I got the rear camera installed. That's nice. Yeah. So your backyard is safe now. Well, I can see what's going on back there at least. Okay. Yeah. Um, I realized while I was hanging it up that I can, when I, and I'll show you when we're done recording here, but when you go to view the camera, you can, the camera's got not only a microphone on it, but a, but a, uh, 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 well, not not just a speaker so that I can announce through the camera. Mm-hmm. So I could actually talk to someone through that camera on the back of the house. Uh, but it also has a microphone so I can hear what's going on back there, which is kind of interesting. Oh, so okay. today I'm sitting in my living room. I, I go to look at the camera and I can hear birds and the wind blowing and it's oh, kind of neat. Oh, cute. Okay. Um, I'm curious. I'm anxious. Uh, now, uh, now today I set up all the motion zones on it. Mm. Now, according to, I use uh, Blink is the cameras I have. Okay. That's the name, the brand I have. I saw um, a lot of blank doorbells when I did UPS. Yeah, right. Probably, yeah, right, yeah, right. The camera Blank doorbell. and Ring are the two, yeah. I think, the two big ones. Um, or no, maybe it was Ring. Yeah, yeah Ring is right. a big one. Yeah, Ring was it. Never mind. Um, yeah, it was Ring, not Blink. But, uh, um. Microphone, you can hear. 
Yeah. Oh, and I set up the motion zones today. Oh, this is what I was going to say. So today when I was messing around setting up the motion zones and setting up, and it's actually more sophisticated than I expected it to be. So I'm, I'm actually kind of optimistic about it. Um, it's set up very similar to the way that the cameras that we've worked with in the past, in the sense that it takes the whole shot and makes it just a giant grid mm -hmm. and you gray out the squares that you don't want motion in. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you can, and that's the, the, the basic, that's like the, um, you know, that's the basic level of detail. And then if you flip over to the advanced level, it takes each square and breaks that down into like 16 squares. Okay. So you can literally gray out little tiny pieces of each square mm -hmm. where you don't want to capture motion. Sure. So it's actually more detailed than I expected, which is kind of nice. Um, but um, according to what I read, the batteries should be good for like a year at a time. Like you should be able to Seriously? go. Yeah. What kind like, of battery is it? Just lithium ion, just rechargeables. Right. What size? Uh, double A. Really? Yeah. There's two of them in there. Two double A's can yeah. last a year. Well, well, according to, you know, that's Holy what they expect. Holy shit. Now, of course, that may be with, you know, the basic, you know, that could be with no motion, no any, that could maybe may no bells I'm and whistles. I'm assuming all the know. analytics are run on the back end, not on the camera itself. The camera right. is probably just well, doing that's, the optics. Right. Cause right. I've got a hub in my house that runs, right. runs it. Yeah. And right. I've got that on the, on the, right. Um, so yeah, that's so the camera. It's, it's literally just showing you what's going on and recording. Right. It's just powering it. the right. camera, right. all of the horsepower, as yeah. far as the processing the of yeah. the data yeah. and all that stuff is all done on mm -hmm. the, okay. But it's still, I can't believe a camera can run for a year on two AA yeah, batteries. I don't know. That's we'll crazy. see. Well, we'll see again. What kind of resolution is it? Uh, I'll show you. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the numbers, but oh. I think it looks pretty good now. During the day, it looks pretty good. It's, it's pretty clear. I will see what happens tonight. I don't know. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's supposed to have night vision in it, and I'll see what it looks like tonight when it gets dark. How clear it is, but um, is it true night vision or is it just turn black and white? I. Uh, we'll find out oh okay. uh, in the in the in the advertisements i saw um it's ir but i don't oh, know okay but i find that a little bit hard to believe so mm. we'll see uh, we'll see what it looks like um but yeah i've got the motion zone set up back there i've got the um the timer set I, you know, and you can set it to arm and disarm it on a schedule which is kind of cool so i've got it set to you know so you know when i when i when i have it di you know scheduled for disarm um it won't it won't you know trigger nothing will trigger and then when i have it armed obviously that's when it sends me notifications that it's you know sensing movement or sees somebody um and then you can set it so that it can record you know you set it for how much how long a clip you want to record right so mm -hmm. if it sees motion do you want it to record for 10 seconds 30 seconds 60 whatever right um, um obviously it has the ability to send everything to the cloud so you can get all your clips archived that way and it just does it you know automatically um what was the other piece of it oh and we'll see and I'm, i might have to in the back of the house i probably won't have to mess with it in the front of the house i will um there's a sensitivity meter mm. from low to high right mm, now that it goes from like zero to like one to ten for sensitivity oh mm. uh, i don't know so i i i it was originally set at five that was right. the, the default right um i went up to six and i was like well we'll see you know because i the thing of it is is the the more sensitive it is or the more the better quality picture it is because and, and and going back to the to the resolution picture uh, question there's a setting on there that you can click between low medium and and, and best mm -hmm. well obviously if you have it on best and you have it recording everything and everything all of a sudden, you're gonna go through batteries once a month probably because you're you're using so much energy to do all the different shit that you needed to do but i don't really need all that to be happening right um 
Well, so, it depends on how many false positives you're getting. If well, you, right. If you and that's what sensitivity of, comes in. Right. Right. Well, sensitivity is based on resolution. Yep. So, I mean, if you're well, having true. less information right. to, right. Right. if the camera isn't bringing you enough detail, mm-hmm. it's going to be more likely to trigger. Mm-hmm. So, the fewer false positives are going to be the highest resolution possible. And then you can adjust right, your threshold yeah. sensitivity to see right. what it's picking up and what it's not. Right. But that's, you're, you're going to get more far, false positives with a lower resolution, most likely. Right. That makes more sense. So, yeah. so I'll have to, I guess I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to just test it out and see how it goes for a few days. But um, I imagine it's probably not 4k resolution. It probably tops out at 1080. Yeah. I can't remember. I don't remember what the, yeah. as far as frame rate goes, I doubt that it goes beyond 30. Uh, Right. I mean, it's literally like that camera is as big as, you know, it's like half well, the size of that box. Yeah, size I mean, doesn't not, matter. It's all about. Well, but I mean, as I'm just saying, a it's GoPro not a, can re, as yeah. a small camera that can record in 4K. Yeah, right. No, it's 60 frames. It's per probably second. not at that level. Um, cause you're again, there's, so, yeah, it's not size, but they're it's like, like 80 bucks a piece. Right, so. Right. so I'm guessing it probably tops out at 1080. Yeah. And frame rate doesn't go beyond real time, which yeah. is 30. Yeah, I, it, so. it might be. Um, but the sensitivity, I had it, I got it to six. And then I, when I went to seven, that's when the banner popped up that said, you know, the more, res- you know, the, the higher you take the number, the more battery you're going to use, blah, right. blah, blah. So yeah. at seven, you get the warning and it only goes mm-hmm. up to 10. So I knocked it back down to six and just left it at that. Um, gotcha. Now, how much difference is between five and six? Probably very little, but whatever. Made me feel better. Um, but I don't want to go to seven because, you know, like we just said, otherwise I'm going to be, you know, I'll be out there every month in the winter changing the goddamn, charging the fucking battery. Mm. I don't want to be up there in the middle of February more than I have to right. be, right? I mean, right. let's like this thing run for a while. Um, so yeah, I don't know. And I saw uh, a thing on their website today when I was in there that they're supposed to be coming out with a, um, some kind of hyper, hyper, like hyper, hyper batter or hyper. Hyper. What do they call it? Hyper battery pack or some kind of like, basically like a, a battery booster that'll make your battery last like twice as long as it normally would. Oh. And I don't know if that'll be, I don't know if that'll be like a battery pack that mounts on the camera. I don't know where, how that would sure. work, but apparently they're coming out with something that's going to make it go even longer, which would be nice. Um, and I was going to put the front camera on today, um, but two things. One, and thank God I'm not alone in this because I'd have been like, what the fuck am I going to do? I got box elder bugs. Oh yeah. All over the front of my house. Like yeah. I've got, they're fucking everywhere. Yeah. Well, so I was kind of, I was like, I really don't want to have to deal with these while putting the camera up. Cause they were all over the fucking, you know, the, the soffits and the fucking front of the house and the garage everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully I went on Facebook later on and I went to the uh, community page and somebody else had posted on there like, Hey, is anyone else seeing a lot of box? And uh, people left and right. were like, yeah, it's heavier than it usually is. Like apparently people are seeing more of them this year than they have in the past. I don't know why that is, but, um, I've got a shitload of them in my front of my house. Um, but the other thing was, is my, my neighbor across the street was out messing around in his driveway when I was outside. Oh, and I don't know. Some people get a little, a little fidget, a little, you know, touchy about camera stuff. Right. Mm. Um, I could, I, I just, for some reason I could see, especially a guy who is very, you know, leave me alone. Um, you know, America, uh, you know what I'm getting at? Like more like if he's one of those guys, um, I could see for some, I just have a weird, I just, I could, for some reason I could see somebody like that coming over and being like, Hey, I don't want my house on camera. Like you, right. I don't want you recording my driveway like that. That right. You know, I want to see what you're recording, blah, 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 blah. Right. So I decided just to avoid that. I don't know that he's that guy. I have no idea. 
And 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 in reality, I don't care. I don't give a fuck about his house. Like I'm I'm gonna sh- right. I'm gonna I'm gonna gray out the zones because I'm not gonna I don't want to waste right. space on. And and if if he raised an issue, I would show it to him. But um, but either way, that it'll be in the shot. I'm just not gonna be watching motion right. on it. Right. But I just didn't want to even deal with the possibility of him coming over yeah, and being like, oh, I don't like that camera. I was shooting my whatever. Yeah. Um, because it's not you know if you have a ring doorbell. That would also catch his house, yeah. but that's not so obvious because it's built into a doorbell right by your front door. He right. probably wouldn't even see it. Right. But this is an actual little black box I'm gonna have on the hanging from the soffit above the garage. Right. It's obviously he's a gonna see it versus yeah. that's right. a new doorbell he's right. putting in, which right. may or may not have a right. camera. He wouldn't right. even say anything. Right. This is l- literally a camera, so it's yeah. gonna be like, oh well, what are you doing with that? Mm. You know, I don't want. So, right. I didn't put that up today. Um, I'll 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 probably deal with that maybe when I get home tonight. If well, or maybe not tonight. Um, I'll deal with that at another point when there's, when he's not around, but, or not outside. Um, but the front camera is where I'm going to have to really monkey around with sensitivity. Cause obviously sure, that's where all the motion's going to happen. My backyard yeah. backs up to, I mean, the side of my other, my backdoor neighbor's garage. I mean, there's just right. animals is all that's ever back there. So right. that I am not so worried about the front of the house. I'm really gonna have to focus on filtering and the, and the sensitivity. Cause it's, you know, like we've talked about, um, off air. I don't want to pick up every goddamn bicycle and car that goes right. by. So, right. Anyway, yeah, I'll show it to you when we get done here. Actually, it's getting kind of dark out, so maybe we'll be able to kind of check out what it looks like. But night vision. Um, yeah, we'll see how it looks. Yeah. But yeah, I got one camera up and running. Halfway there, boy. Bring it, motherfuckers. That's right. Bring yeah, it. Come and get me. Yeah. Um. Unless you're coming at night, then can you please come during the day? Because I don't know if my yeah, night vision is okay. very good. Fair enough. Yeah, if you could just come during the day, that'd be better. Okay. Better. Uh, okay. I got a quick story. Oh. Um, you put a camera in your toilet for the women that come over? No. Okay. But speaking of women, um, I'm still doing the online dating thing. Oh, you are? Yeah, uh, I give up on that. Um, still not having much success, just getting ghosted. <laughs> That's why I give up on it. Um, but the other night, I I went and did another Tinder boost. Mm-hmm. And I was, for whatever reason, that night, I was really, I was super fucking frustrated and um super bored and super mad that every lead i get they fucking ghost me or they disappear goes wrong or something happens yeah and i'm just like i just want someone to fucking talk to you know what i mean so i did a a boost on tinder and i got a few likes and they were garbage and then i got a like Mm -hmm. and the profile was kind of cool it was well written and Mm -hmm. she seemed she seemed interesting and whatever Mm -hmm. And there were, um, she lived in Egan, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah. So, but the major catch here mm-hmm. is that she was one of those profiles that did not include any pictures of herself. Uh-huh. And we've learned from our experiences. And I would. 99% of the time, there's a reason for that. I, and you know what? And I'm like, don't do it, man. Don't do it. Don't swipe right. Don't match. Don't even put yourself in this position. Mm. But I did yeah. because I was frustrated and I was bored and I was lonely. Maybe she's and, the 1% that. Right. Yeah. So I swiped right. Mm. And I think my first message to her was something to the effect of, um, all right, I'm obviously at a serious disadvantage here, but whatever, I'll bite. And. We started talking a little bit, and she was actually fun to talk to, mm-hmm. um, good conversation, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. 
and we chatted for a while and one thing she said in her in her profile um was she said something to the effect of um you know don't ask for my number if if you're the ghosting type or if you're not gonna mm-hmm. if you're planning on you know bailing after we meet once or something like that I, mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly how she worded it but basically i got the impression that this isn't one that i'm going to move to phone right away so yeah. it's all going to stay on the tinder app yeah and the problem with the tinder app is you can't share photos on mm-hmm. the tinder app mm-hmm. but we're talking and we're communicating and i'm keeping my expectations low and yeah. I, I mean but i'm i'm still i'm i mean i'm en- i'm enjoying the conversation yeah. we're having a good chat and it's yeah. kind of a fun talk and whatnot yeah and I can't, I don't remember exactly how the conversation got there, but she started talking about, um, something it, it wasn't, we weren't sexting by any means, but she started talking about something. I can't remember what it was, but something sexual. And she made some comment that she says that she's, she's more than a lot of guys can handle or something like uh-huh. that. And I, so I, I'm just like, well, how so? And she came back and she says, well, part of it is, um, she's like, part of it is I'm, I'm just, I'm very outgoing and Mm -hmm. I'm very, you know, if, if guys really want to be the dominant type, you know, that sort of thing, they may be surprised. And she's like, and then the other thing is my size. I'm like, and then we, you know, talked about a few other things, but then I went back to it and I, and, and so I was very tactful but Mm -hmm. what i said was that okay and that you know going back to our previous conversation about you know physical attraction and that sort of thing i'm like since you mentioned size i just need to be forthright and i I should tell you that generally speaking um i'm not you know physically comfortable with you know women who are taller or bigger than i am yeah you know Mm -hmm. and i i didn't i didn't say anything mean about her or whatever i just said you know I'm 5'10", average build, yeah. and I. not that someone has to be a supermodel or skinny right. for me to be attracted to them, but I'm just, I'm generally, I'm just not physically comfortable with people that are a lot bigger than yeah, I am. Right. You know, it's right. just whatever. It's right. a preference thing. Right. And she replied and she said, yeah, it's, you know, everyone has their preferences and that sort of thing. And she made some comment about, um, you know, how, you know, it's it's tough to compete with all the other attractive women out there or something like that. And, but then the conversation moved elsewhere and so on and so forth. Well, at some point she said, um, and this is like the next day, she's like, so how, if I, if I wanted to send you a picture of me, how would I go about doing that? And I'm like, well, I, I don't know of any other way cause we can't share pics on Tinder. And I'm like, all, all we could do is if I, you know, if you want to text me, you can. And she's like, okay. So I gave her my number and we started texting. And I think we texted for another day, just, you know, chit chat. And she was starting to drop some hints about meeting and getting together and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. which obviously I, I was kind of leery about because it, it, I mean, again, I'm at, I'm at a disadvantage here. Right. She's right. seen me. I haven't seen her. Right. She's, she's, she's fucking this. She's the problem here. Well, I hate to say it, well, but if you're going to do online dating, be, yeah. you, one pic, you have to have a picture, right. at least one. And so that's we, not fair. Right. You can't fucking do right. that to people. And we and and her her argument was because guys judge and well, whatever. But it, it's like, well, women do too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. there's a good reason why a lot of the women don't respond to me is because they don't like my pictures, yeah. and that's fine. They're entitled to their yeah. you know whatever. Yeah. But eventually, 
she did send me a pic mm -hmm. and it was what i expected mm -hmm. it's it's just that i mean and she had described herself earlier she said something like um i'm not she's like i'm not a dumpster fire but i'm not cindy crawford either uh -huh. and i'm like well and i didn't say this but i'm like well okay i'm not a dumpster fire and i'm not george clooney right. but that doesn't leave an i mean that's a pretty wide fucking yeah. gamut there so yeah. i mean that could mean just about anything right um that's 99% of the population but anyway she no. she sent the pics no. and you know and i you know i i was i was polite and you know we we it, it just basically it was you know decided that it's not going to be a fit physically mm -hmm. but we had initially talked about you know even if even if things didn't work if i wasn't attracted to her physically that we could still talk and be friends or whatever and you know that's fine and that's where it was kind of headed and then she just started getting really angry and she started um she started saying that she thought i was different than all the other guys and that like she because she actually invited me over to her house the other night even mm -hmm. before i had seen the pictures mm -hmm. and a, one of her pictures was she was in a corset so uh -huh. she's showing off her tits yeah. basically yeah. so that suggests to me that she wants me to come over so we can fool around uh-huh right yeah and so in our discussions you know i had said i i don't want i i don't want to be you know the guy that goes over to your house and things escalate and then i tell you two days later i'm you know pursuing someone else it's like that i'm uh, that's not that's not cool and she was like super appreciative mm -hmm. but then she turned it against me in saying that you know it it's bullshit that that guys judge you based on the way you know you look or whatever and i'm trying to explain to her that i'm not judging anyone and she isn't a dumpster fire she's right. just not my type right just right. like i'm not the type for 97 99 percent of the women that i fucking write to right. right you know right it goes both ways yeah and she just got she started accusing me of stuff and it she just she got like really mad at me and suddenly i'm on the defensive and i'm trying to explain to her that one i remember at one point i said something like what i really want in a relationship is a deep connection on multiple levels yeah. intellectual mm -hmm. spiritual mm -hmm. emotional physical sexual mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. if you can mutually connect deeply on all of those levels you've really got something there yeah. and if any one of those things is missing yeah. doesn't matter which one yeah. if any one of those things is missing then you're probably it's probably not going to go the distance mm -hmm. and i'm like and granted that is tough to find mm -hmm. and then she says well i'm sorry but you've never been married i've been married so don't you tell me what it takes to make a relationship work okay and right. and then she said and i'm like okay do you mind if i give you some advice and i i didn't mean I, I i'm like just some friendly advice based on what i've experienced in talking to women over the last few years she's like okay i'm like number one get the fuck off of tinder i said there are a lot of women on tinder that claim they're looking for relationships but a lot of guys on tinder are just looking for hookups mm -hmm. i'm like if you truly want to meet someone of quality then go to match or eHarmony or some of these paid sites yep. instead of the freebies right 
because guys are not going to put in any effort or whatever if you don't have to pay for anything right whatever you're more inclined to find someone of quality if you're on a paid site right. and then i'm like and secondly i'm sorry and i know this is a sore spot but you really should put up some pictures mm -hmm. because as shitty as it is looks do matter to a certain extent yeah and that's why I was, you know, reluctant swiping because I didn't, I didn't know. Right. And I, I was afraid that this might come up, which it did. Yeah. And, you know, and then she starts ripping into me, telling me about, I don't understand how relationships work these days. And she's like, and, and I, it, I had said something to the effect of, you know, I, I think you'd be surprised. Yes. There are some women online that are super attractive, you know, because she had mentioned, you know, the five two skinny with big tits, uh -huh. blonde bombshell, whatever. I'm uh -huh. like, sure, some of those are out there, yeah. and absolutely, they get a ton of attention. Mm -hmm. But you know what? If they don't bring any of those other things to the table, they're also getting used too. Mm -hmm. Guys are going out with them. They're telling what they want to hear. They're fucking them and they're ghosting them. Yep, they're getting fucked over too. Yep, and so. And just because there are some women like that on there, it's not like that's your main competition. Yep. I'm like, there are a lot of women online and the body types and height and hair color and eye color and all this stuff, it fluctuates so widely. Yep. It's, it's all over the place. And I'm yep. like, you are not going to be like an outlier. Right. You are going to get attention. Yep. And then she just, it, it just kept snowballing. And, yep, and I, I just... At one point, I said, "Look, I'm I'm sorry that you took offense to anything I said. I did not intend to judge you. I wasn't trying to be mean. I, you know, whatever. Obviously, I've pissed you off, and I dug a hole that I'm not getting out of. So I'm sorry. Good luck. And then I blocked her. Yeah, yeah she's the problem there. Obviously, she's she's got issues. It sounds like she's got issues from the marriage that well, she's still not. And over she also and, and she also said something like, "I was hoping that we could be friends because." I don't have any friends or any support network and I would really like to find someone that could be that for me. That's not Tinder. And I'm and I and I'm like well no, that's not Tinder. Right. And the other thing is is it, it's just hard for me to, how how does someone reach 41 years of age and not have any friends? Oh. Right. Unless you're super 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 shy or circum I, maybe maybe it's possible, but something tells me that if you don't have any friends at this stage of life mm -hmm. and she works, mm -hmm. you know, she's a nurse. Mm -hmm. So she's exposed to P there must, there's some, maybe else. there's a reason for that. Yeah. There's something you else. Know what I mean? So yeah. it, it was just, it was so frustrating and I just, I couldn't get mad because it was my own goddamn fault. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I knew exactly what I was probably setting myself up for the yep. minute I matched, yep. you know, yep. every time I've ever done it has come out that way. Right. No picture. You go give them a benefit of the doubt and you get to the picture and you're like, oh. And then they get pissed at you for not giving them the benefit yep. of the doubt because they don't look the way you want them yep. to look. Right. Well. Save us both the fucking frustration and put a picture up and you wouldn't even right. have heard from him in the first place. Right. But now we're both angry and frustrated because you put up, you fucking wanted to play, you wanted to play right. that game and now yeah. it's not fair. You're, you, you know. You, it should be all or in nothing. Some ways, there should be a dating app where no one puts pictures up. Right. And you get to know each other right. personality-wise, right. and then you right. see what each other looks like. Right. And if you're both on board with that, right. fine. Right. Make that make that dating app, and people who want to go that route do it. Right. But don't expect that same sort of fucking philosophy on an app like Tinder nope. or any other dating right. app where pictures are not only 
available, but most it's, a lot of times they're required. Yeah, you have to put something up, and, and instead of pictures of their face, they put Facebook memes right. or whatever to, right. to circumvent the system. Right. But it's like there's a reason, and yeah, I, I get that it's shallow and it sucks, and that's the way it is. But physical attraction is part of the equation. It's right. not the whole equation, but it's part of it. Right. Because if you're not physically, why am I unreasonable for no. wanting to be attracted to someone that I'm dating? Right. Attracted to someone doesn't mean she has to be fucking Salma Hayek. Right. No. But. <laughs> and in some ways, she, this girl, and I sound like an asshole, she kind of deserves what she gets when it comes to this then. She deserves that because she's not being honest. She's not being upfront with people. It's, it's not that different than somebody who puts up a picture from 12 years ago. Right. You know, or someone who puts up a right. picture with all the filters on it. Right. You're lying. You're lying to everybody. Well, and, and she eventually, isn't misrepresenting the way she looks because she isn't giving any indication of what well, she no, looks. I know, but, but she's being withholding though, right. in that she can't get accept, upset if someone doesn't like what right. they see right. because she never gave them the opportunity. Right. And yeah, it's my fault for swiping and engaging to begin with. Yeah, but <sighs> she could avoid a lot of frustration. Expect? Right? She could avoid that whole thing if she just put a picture up. Then she would know right. the guys who are swiping right have seen her and they're genuinely attracted to her. Right? At least physically. Right. I hundred percent. You're right. I know, and I I don't I don't really care for the way I look necessarily either. But you know what? There have been some women that I've been really attracted to who have ignored me as expected. Yeah. There have been some women who I've been really attracted to who felt the same way about me. Who yeah. would have thunk? Right. You know. Right. But if I'm not, if I don't put my pictures up there, there most people aren't going to reply anyway. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I know, and. I, a woman not putting up a picture is probably even gets a lot more hits than a guy not putting up a picture. Oh, yeah. If you're a guy right. not putting up a picture, I can't yeah. believe you get anything. Right. Right. Um, we have pictures and we don't get anything. Right. Because right. women have so much more to right. select from. I mean, there's right. just, it's so wide open. Anyway. Um, yeah. That so, yeah. Lesson yeah. learned. I am never, ever, ever yeah, matching with someone without pics again. Yeah. I'm just, it's not. It's not worth I mean, it. It, it was a fun conversation for yeah. a while. I mean, yeah. I enjoyed talking to her and it was nice to right. be you know, conversing with someone for a change. And right. that was cool. Right. But man, once I politely, you know, said that the physical attraction isn't there, right. suddenly I'm the fucking bad guy. Right. Right. I, uh, Save us both a headache. I can't help it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not right. like I, it's, it, it, it's, we, we're attracted to who we're attracted to. Right. It, it's not something I can help. Right. If you don't want to take them uh, to the bedroom, it's not going to go anywhere anyway. Right. That's got to be a part of it. And I can't choose who I right. I either want to or I don't. Right, right. It's, yeah, it, and, I, and and I'm not saying that body type is is the has to be the number one driver, but it's got to be a part of the it's got to be a part of the equation. Well, you right. Know, obviously, personality matters, and and just because I'm not into that body type doesn't mean other guys aren't. No, but at least be absolutely who you there are. are other guys right. that are into that body type. Yeah, yeah. Just like my body type. Some women are not into my body type. Fine. Right. Some are. Fine. Right. That's why we put the shit out there to see if we match with people. Right. That we're both looking for the similar thing. And if we don't, that's the way it is. Yep. Get the fuck over it. Yep. Oh my God. No, I think she's fucking, she's, she's, she's blamed. So she can just blame herself. That's fucking bullshit. That drives me nuts. The no pictures, The, the no pictures or where they have every picture filtered. Um, or the pictures where it was from 15 years ago, all, all those kind of pictures. Just fuck yeah. you. You're asking for your own trouble. Yeah. And I came across one profile on Match the other day. It's like a prom photo or something. There, it, it, the caption on the photo said, I'm sorry, I don't look this good anymore. This was taken nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, well, 
Why are you fucking? Well, why are you even going to bother? Well, why? thanks for being honest, but why even put that up there? Right, right, right. Uh, I, right. That's a <laughs> that's just stupid. Christ. I don't. There's oh. no. There's just no intelligence in this. I. I don't know. Anyway, today I. Well, all of my dating apps I have, I'm not. I, I've I've turned off the subscription, so. Um, I mean, I still have access to them until they actually until expire. They expire, right? Um, but I turned off the notifications for all of them. I just, I don't know anymore. It's frustrating. I'm just, I'm just, I'm getting really burnt out. I'm just sick of, I'm sick of sending messages. I'm not, I'm sick of not getting stuff back with the messages I send. Yeah. Or I send the message and she responds and she's a fucking idiot. Um, or you know the ones who put you know for location they put, I I'm, I got I'm fine. I got a message back. Well, no, late last night I got a message back. Uh. Or no, I, I didn't even send her a message. I looked at her profile and skipped over it because it said for location, Southeast Minnesota. Oh. And I was like, well, that's not me at all, but right. I don't know how far Southeast she is, but I'm not going to take a chance because that sounds far away from me. Right. Well, she must have seen that I looked at her profile and she messaged me. Oh. She's like, hey, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. And I put right in there my opening statement. I'm like, hey, I didn't message you because Southeast Minnesota sounds far away and I'm not, I just don't want to waste your time. Right. I was like, where, you know, where do you live? Oatana. Oh, <sighs> Okay, well, and I just I ended it right there. I'm like, I'm you know, I'm sorry, but I'm not gonna waste your time. That's too far for me. I, mean, I can't. Right. I, I right. can't do two and a half hours. What, how the fuck's that gonna yeah. work? Yeah. I don't know anymore. I don't know. I don't <sighs> know. Maybe I should just get off the apps, give it a year, and then get back on and see. Maybe something will be different. But yeah, I don't know what I'm doing either. I'm still but, on them, but it's I'm, I'm so on them until they officially expire, I guess, and then we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Thank you. Okay. Bye.